0: You're listening to the Geek Watch Podcast, Episode 9, with your hosts, Brian Hatcher and Mandy Petrie. Geek Watchers and welcome to episode 9 of the Geek Watch Podcast. My name is Brian Hatcher and with me as always is Geek Watch's own resident geek goddess, Mandy Petrie.
1: Hi out there.
0: Hey Mandy, thank you for showing up today. It uh, Amazingly enough, because how cold it is so outside. cold. It's, um, it's horribly the cold outside.
1: past like four days has just been uh, negative two, and then uh, get excited about it being fourteen outside. <laughs> oh yeah, I think it was like eleven
0: when I came in. So this is a, this is a good day to stay in and play games. actually. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, how was D and D last night? Oh, it's always always so much fun.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, anything uh,
0: anything in particular special happened last night? Uh,
1: last night, let's see here. Um, yes. Okay. So we were on an air pirate ship. And um, I'm a wizard, so I cast a lightning bolt. And I managed, uh, there were uh, four pirates in a line in front of me. I killed the three pirates behind the one right in front of me. And then the one who was right in front of me, I pulled his glasses off. I grabbed his face and I kissed him. And then he fainted. (laughs) (laughs) So that was a bit of, uh, you know, uh, because a lightning bolt is... 8d6 worth right. of damage and uh then the last one I, I can't remember if we decided it was charisma or um persuasion exactly what we did for that last uh well, one go. that sent them
0: out <laughs> well sometimes you just have to get you know you got to get points for style definitely yes, uh-huh. so and um uh board game wise I picked up a I picked up a new board game the other day I don't know if you're familiar with pandemic
1: um that sounds familiar but I don't know that. Basically
0: well <gasps> Pandemic is a cooperative game and okay. uh what it uh basically you are you're with the CDC and and together you're trying to cure four plagues uh, that are you know so of course if you know either you guys win and and the play you know the plagues you know you you are able to solve the plagues before they spread over the mm-hmm. the earth or of course the plagues win and you you, you all die. lose. And so I've had that game for a while, but there's a new version of it out. It's called Reign of Cthulhu, Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu. So what you're basically trying to do in this case is instead of four plagues, there are four gates, eldritch gates, that you've got to close. And as they stay open then of course instead of instead of plagues spreading all over it's cultists and shoggoths I
1: was wondering if it was like maybe madness
0: and oh, uh yes. well, was
1: think of near awful tep and all well, see, the well that's the a, old well ones. that's the
0: thing too is that because of because of with it uh, with this version of pandemic madness does play a lot into it and, and as characters you can go mad so mm. you, another way you can wind up losing the game is if all the investigators wind up going mad Wow, so, so, yeah. So I'm... I'm. I'm, Good I'm thing about
1: Lovecraft, you know. <laughs> oh, yes.
0: I'm, uh, absolutely. So I'm kind of... I'm, I'm excited to get maybe uh, get some people together to, to give that one a, yeah, a shot. Yeah, that sounds Cause it's beautiful. It's, it's a, it's a beautiful-looking game, and I just... I, I like the, the concept of, of it. Because, yeah, again, the, I'm a horror geek. Neo- I can't help Gothic, it. Neo-Gothic,
1: that kind of... Yeah, oh, yeah. That, would, that sounds really cool. Now, the original Pandemic, is that... Are they all, like pestilence plagues, all sicknesses or yeah, are they're like, you've got like is a there a famine, is there
0: Well, ba- basically it's four different types of it's four different types of plagues, you know, you you know you've got like a virus and a bacterium and okay. and mm-hmm. and so they're 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 basically they're not really tied into a particular illness. Mm-hmm. They're just they're these plagues that have popped out that these are brand new and we've ne- and never been seen before.
1: Okay.
0: So of course what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep um, it's a basically it's a world map, and so you're trying to keep infected people from going into other cities, and you're trying to keep the stuff from spreading out. It's
1: a bit reverse risk,
0: in a sense. Kind yes.
1: of okay. Yes. All right.
0: And so you know, in that in pandemic, you can lose if you, you have a little like uh, little square tokens that represent, in fact, you know, infection, mm-hmm. and when you run out of the tokens. Well, okay, then it's become a pandemic and it's over. But what you're trying to do is you're trying to contain these things, and you're also uh, attempting to find cures for everything. And so once mm. you get a cure, you know mm-hmm. you can you you've, you've dealt with that. And and in the case of Reign of Cthulhu*'s pandemic, you basically have four Lovecraftian cities, is what you, is you know Arkham and 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 cities like that. And so what you're trying to do is you're trying to close these gates and trying to keep. You quarantine. Know, you're trying to, in a yeah. sense, you are. You're trying to quarantine. You know the, the 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 elder gods, and what's interesting is across the top of the board in in Reign of Cthulhu, you've got different elder gods that that can manifest themselves, and of course at the end you get Cthulhu, right? And so, you know, once Cthulhu wakes up, you know these gods are waking up one at a time, and once Cthulhu wakes up well that's it you're done it's mm-hmm. over so uh so again I'm, I'm really looking forward to getting a group of people together and giving that one a go because it, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun so that
1: sounds neat
0: yeah so Variety Magazine today I, I got a I got a little notice about this Variety Magazine um today did an article of course we we knew that because of Justice League and and mm-hmm. all of that stuff you know it's the fact that it didn't do as well as they wanted is that there were going to be a lot of shakeups at uh, D, um, at Warner Brothers with you know their DC line of movies, and we knew, of course, that that uh, that Jeff Johns was probably going to be uh, removed from his from the from the lead, uh, you know, he, that he was he's they're going to make him well, they were basically make him like. A, Sort of like uh, an advisory part, but he, mm-hmm. that he wasn't going to really be running anything, mm-hmm. and so of course that happened, and we knew that was going to happen. But what was interesting is the name they put up as the person's going to be taken taking over for him, um, which was a Walter Hamada. Now, that sounds
1: familiar. Well, if
0: you're familiar, if you're familiar with uh, Warner Brothers horror, their horror movies. Okay, he was the in char- and Well, no, what, like um uh the conjuring. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, sorry.
1: The, I'm thinking parent like the yeah, classics. Okay. Yeah, yeah all right. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: he was in charge of a lot of those uh the preps for that and for uh the Annabelle spinoffs and of course It mm-hmm. and all of those films which have have been doing really well for uh Warner Brothers. Yeah, those um,
1: really seem like this decades, you know, those are the horror movies we th- we're gonna be thinking of. Oh, you yeah. know, I think of like in the nineties, uh it was I Know What You Did Last Summer, it was Scream, it was uh all the all those sort of teeny bopper I guess, um almost parodies of uh of horror movies, those are the ones that I that I can remember. It was mm-hmm. it was before Saw came along. It was before Hostel. Um, they were a little bit more slasher than mm-hmm. kind of torture. Yeah,
0: and uh, of course these have been very from uh, they've been very um, successful for mm-hmm. Warner Brothers. In fact, James Wan, who's going to be directing Aquaman, of course he was directing horror movies before then. So he was he was part of the Warner Brothers system for those you know. As far as the horror movie side of things went, so there's this really nice connection there between um, Walter uh, Hamada and uh, and James Wan, and just this idea that since he's had success in this this other branch, that he might be able to bring some of that, yeah. you know, to D- to the DC movies, which, in my mind, I'm thinking it's possible that he might that he may be able to, assuming that Warner Brothers. Uh, they don't micromanage him and they let mm, him... Mm-hmm. See, that. that's the one thing. The, the horror stuff, I, I know there wasn't an awful lot of micromanaging going on in the DC movies. Tons and tons and tons right. of it. Uh-huh. So, it, uh, honestly, I, th- I, th- I think he could do a good job if they let him do a good job. And I'm wondering if, you know, if that's going to... Because let's be honest, the one success they've had in recent history, Wonder Woman was basically because they didn't... Mm-hmm. Micromanage it that much because they didn't have that much faith in it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, the, and the one thing they did want to do, thank goodness, they didn't get a chance to <laughs> because it would have ruined the movie. So I'm hopefully, m- hopefully at this point, they're uh, thinking about, uh, you know, maybe letting him do what he does so that he, you know, that maybe they can turn this thing around. Now, of course, the question is going to be what is he going to do at this point is he is are we talking about a complete reboot mm-hmm. are no, we starting w- are we starting over again because i mean a lot of stuff is starting to f- i mean you've got ben affleck he's leaving mm-hmm. you know they've already got plans of uh, a separate batman universe mm-hmm. and so you know are they going to split everything back up again because um are they going to recast everybody which would be a shame for wonder woman it, because, absolutely yeah. i think wonder woman works really well and do you want to throw the baby out with the bathwater so to speak so but i hope they
1: don't abandon everything you know and give it give it a little bit you know more chance uh you know like there there will be lean years with you know movies that aren't as well but they could you know they could come back from this and i'd I would like to to see you know I'm I'm still looking forward to Aquaman and not just because of the beautiful people in it, <laughs> but um, oh yeah, well, I think they could you know do
0: well with it. Yeah, I, I'll say this because I know uh, a, a particular listener to this program that we both know well. I'm going to I'm going to go with another wrestling an, uh, analogy for this whole situation. This goes back to the this goes back to the days of WCW versus WWF when mm-hmm. they were they were competing directly against each other and where I would say the WWF would be in the Disney slot where they, of course they had been very successful for a long time. Warner brothers, sort of the WCW side of things where they're wanting to take over. And, but the way that they did it was a lot of, you know, spending an awful lot of money Mm. trying to jump ahead (laughs) trying to bring, basically spending money to bring in talent from the WWF, uh, pull that, that that talent in, uh, which didn't do quite as well, mm-hmm. Joss Whedon. Uh, although, let me just say right now, I don't blame, uh, unlike Warner Brothers, I do not lay the entire blame of the issue with Justice League on Joss Whedon. Again, it it the whole movie was kind of like a, a really bad game of Jenga. You're sitting here trying to figure out what you pull out of it, without the whole thing collapsing on you. Mm-hmm. And so it was not a very enviable enviable position for him to be in to try to have to fix this film. And I, I, I think he, some of the stuff that he did, I think, were in the right direction. But again, you get burned enough. You know, mm-hmm. people just were like, we, we we've had enough. And again. You know, Warner Brothers did not take the time to develop their world like mm-hmm. like Marvel Studios did, and
1: maybe with uh, these, like you said, these horror directors coming on board, uh, something again with a notice. You know, and with all types of movies and everything. You know, it was, but I think it's really, really noticeable in horror film that we have these tropes that mm-hmm. happen every every so often. Um, so, like as I was talking about, you know, in the nineties the The trope of the horror movies and the slasher it was it was all about it was a mystery story, who was the killer, um, who was this, uh, who's who's doing it, and you know there are secret notes and there are messages and there are phone calls, um, so now there's um, with these the the conjurings and these uh, sort of horror movies along these lines. There's so much. There's more story. Um, a little bit more, uh, reaching back a little further, um, and, you know, it's still more supernatural. The big thing in the 90s, it it was never supernatural. It was always, you know, a broody teenager. It was always, you know, a vengeful parent. There was, there was always, a that human side of it, I guess. And so now we've got, we're not afraid to go with the supernatural anymore. You know, the Ouija board is moving by itself and uh, the doll is coming after you. And uh, Mm -hmm. so there's you to make it believable, to make a doll that scary to you give her all this, you know, all this history and you give her, you know, all these stories and all these things have happened and you build up. So uh, maybe this will help with these bigger movies let's look at the big picture let's take a step back and look at everything that's going on well i mean it
0: certainly is about it's definitely about character and learning how to develop character and where in i think again you know warner brothers their horror movies certainly get that side of things right and hopefully you know hopefully you know with uh uh with this change in direction, like I said, they're not necessarily going to throw out the baby with the bathwater, but hopefully they can kind of develop, kind of develop things and see, you know, where they can kind of maybe take this in a new direction and maybe kind of get their audience back. Because, again, I mean, let's face it, I mean, DC, they have, I mean, their heroes are, are they are the people that you think of when you think of superheroes.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, that's You know,
0: and Marvel starts out with Iron Man, and it's like, who?
1: yep now everyone knows who iron man was just you know uh 15 years ago maybe no one would have you know maybe like oh i remember him in that one episode of the animated spider-man uh tv show when i was a kid right maybe 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 (laughs) but
0: i mean that that's the thing i mean on paper that looks like that's a really dumb idea but again they took their time they weren't in a hurry and that's that's why, of course, now they have this this ability to, you know, start buying some stuff up. So, so
1: I just learned. Uh, sorry, ADHD moment. Uh, we <laughs> need like a little uh, jingle for every time that happens with me. Um, that DC just opened up uh, their their superhero universe into uh, that Watchmen is now in the same right. universe. I don't know that I like that, Brian. No, uh, because uh, honestly, with Watchmen, none of them had superpowers. They were they worked hard, they trained, and they believed in what they were doing. It wasn't something that was you know, uh, you know was born with with uh, super strength. I was bitten by a radioactive spider, so now I have this great responsibility. Uh, most all all of them, you know, had a they had a sense of duty, and uh, that's kind of the thing that I. I really liked about Watchmen. Uh so I don't now that they're in the same universe with all these people with all these gods with superpowers, um you know, just only Dr. Manhattan. Everyone else is uh, you know, uh Spectre, she trained, she was an acrobat, she was a fighter and
0: um Night Owl, the same way. Night
1: Owl, yes, uh, in building his own ship and uh I really liked that about about Watchmen.
0: Well I mean the whole point the whole point of Watchmen and the reason, you know, why, uh, you know, the whole point of, of, of the series of, 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 comic books was it was sort of a, a commentary on DC and, uh, and, and that whole, and that whole issue with, you know, you know, the squeaky clean hero is compared. And I mean, there were other comics that, that kind of, Played kind of riffed on that same thing, like martial law, mm-hmm. really, vigilanteism. The, the whole, and, mm-hmm. yeah, the whole that that whole thing. But Watchmen just did it so well. Mm-hmm. I mean, Moore as a writer is he's amazing, right? Yeah, and yeah, it is kind of a it is kind of a strange thing to see those worlds together because
1: it just it kind of feels like super super fan fiction to me. Well, the other thing <laughs> like, too, yes, we want we want dr manhattan to meet superman that'd be really cool but they don't belong in the same universe
0: and the other thing too is that it now that that dc they've tried to make it more like watchmen why do you need watchmen
1: right yeah and
0: i mean and I, i'll be i'll be honest with you I, I always said that you know man of steel and batman v superman which is basically uh Zack snyder's remaking Watchmen with, with new characters. Mm-hmm. You know, he was he did well with Watchmen, and so what's he do? He's he's basically made DC a Watchman hairband. So in a <laughs> sense, Watchmen may have in the movies may have wound up ruining D C. And so I think it in, in in the comics it's gonna be I don't I mean I'm I'm a whole big wait and see thing, but to be honest right now, and this is the same for Marvel. In Marvel and D C com- People are not getting their comics in comics. They're getting them in the movies. Mm -hmm. I mean, when, you know, millions of people watch Batman, you know, they watch Nolan's Batman. Mm -hmm. You know, 12,000 people total would buy any single issue of a Batman comic book two years ago. It's like 12,000. It may not even be that much now. Mm -hmm. And Marvel's having the same problems with their comics. I mean, they're constantly coming up with all these... These different, um, these different series to try to, to really kind of prompt people into into reading the comics. The problem DC, uh, well Marvel definitely is running into, is that you have to to follow a storyline in one of these arcs that they, you mm-hmm. have to buy every single comic of every you know every single property. And most people don't want to do that or can mm-hmm. afford to do that. I no,
1: mean, no way. I, I mean, even know. if you wait and then get an omnibus. Uh, of it, you know, at the end of a series, it's still, that's they can be like 30 bucks and um,
0: right. so yeah. Well, and, and the thing is, a lot of a lot of places, I mean, except for maybe comic book shops, a lot of places don't sell comic books right, anymore. It,
1: and just bookstores like Books A Million and uh, Geez, that may be it uh does
0: well border't
1: even exist anymore well um, borders doesn't exist I didn't and, think so I... and
0: books a million they only sell old copies they don't they don't sell the new stuff mm-hmm. and but here and here's the reason why not because they're saying oh this, we're not gonna we're not gonna do this Marvel pulled them they could pull their comic books out and I'm like I'm wondering why they did that because you need as many markets as you can get mm-hmm. they just and want... comic
1: book shops are so rare yeah yeah I I don't know that I've ever seen one. I mean, I've seen a uh, you know, a gaming shop that had comics in it uh, mm. and and then comics at a at a bookstore. I don't remember I can't remember that I've ever seen a real comic. I mean, comic there book are shop. comic
0: book shops around. Mm-hmm. They're hard they are definitely hard to find and they're definitely mm-hmm. a niche market and you would definitely have you would have to look to find them. Mm-hmm. You'd have to you would definitely have to know about them. But they're all hurting. They're they're hurting right now because it's again the mark the comic book market's really it's really difficult right now it's it's very uh, i mean it's o- more open now for independent comics than it has been mm-hmm. because there have been a couple of companies that have opened up but usually what happens like in an image it gets bought out by a bigger company and then suddenly you know it's back mm-hmm. to way way things are and i have friends who 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 write for the big two comics and I'm not going to say them by name, <laughs> but they've not been very well pleased about how you know their mm-hmm. their situations have been because you're basically work for hire, you know. You're you're basically coming freelance, m- I
1: guess.
0: Yeah, and I, mm-hmm. I mean when you're playing when you're playing in somebody else's sandbox, you don't get to bring in any sand home. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're only allowed to do so much, in, you know, in that sandbox, and. Uh, um, you can only go so far with a story you have to play within their round and of course anything that you write you don't you have absolutely no ownership of heaven forbid you should create like a unique character for that you 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 lose that character you don't even get to keep the character so you know whoever um you know and then you get to see this character play you know somebody else write this character that you created but you don't get to you don't get the Play in that realm, but it's it's really interesting. I mean, and there, I mean, there are other things like I, I had a friend that uh, another friend, uh, a writer who wrote uh, Nightmare on Elm Street novelizations mm-hmm. and wrote original novels for that world. And they, and one thing that the, that the publisher told her right off the bat was you can't, you can't have harm to children in in the books. Is
1: that like, the whole?
0: That sort of is yeah. That's kind that's... of.
1: What he that's what Freddy does. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, I so, said but you can't put you can't put that in the books. You can't mention it in the books. It's like well that's kinda right? what he is. Yeah, that's uh
1: now it's a whole
0: But those are the kind of I mean, that sounds kinda weird, obviously, but in comics it's a hundred times worse. Wow. I mean it's it's a hundred times worse. And like I said, I've had friends who've created created characters that uh wound up being taken by the comics and to the point where somebody else, like the main writer of the book, was given credit for the creation of the character. So, and, and if you know anything about comic book history, of course you know that this stuff happened has been happening since the beginning of comics, a.k.a. Bill Finger, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Don't
0: know anything. About yeah. Bill Finger? Mm-hmm. Um, well, let's say that he had a lot... Uh, um, he had a lot to do with the creation of Batman and a lot of his rogues gallery, mm-hmm. but he didn't get a lot of credit for it mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. very recently. Wow. You know, so Bob Kane was the the person who was pretty much said, well, he's, you know, he's the creator of Batman and the Joker and all those characters. And of course, Bill Fingers, uh, his contributions to all this stuff was pretty much ignored until rather recently. Uh, in Batman v Superman when they mentioned Batman char- uh, the character was created by Bob Kane and Bill Finger so he mm-hmm. finally started getting some credit but that kind of stuff happens in comic books all the time no. which is a shame but that's sort of the that's sort of the monster that you're that you have to deal with but again it's like the comics aren't really at this point aren't where a lot of the, where people are getting their their comic, you know, comics from they're they're basically going to the movies and watching right. their comics. Yeah, and turning
1: on Netflix. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: Oh, did you? I'm sorry. I didn't have to make a. a we got to do another uh, ADHD
1: ADHD mm-hmm.
0: ADHD moment. <laughs> did you see that Apple's planning on buying Netflix?
1: No, that's. Completely new to me
0: yeah i just saw what? I saw an article on that, which that will be interesting because the thing about it is net um you know uh, there are a lot of companies that have been pulling out of Netflix, you know uh because they want to do their own streaming services Right. and uh that makes things a little bit different because it would be in it would be interesting to see if Netflix becomes um, as a service that you can pay to watch certain things. But you can also purchase certain things and watch them on Netflix. Because, I mean, of course, with me, Apple uh, is where I watch a lot of my Doctor Who. I'll, I'll buy mm-hmm. episodes of Doctor Who and seasons of Doctor Who on Apple, and watch it uh, watch it on my. I have big screen attached to my computer, mm-hmm. so big pl- my big plasma, so I can watch yep. it. I, I watch it that way because I, I get BBC America, but I hate commercials.
1: Yeah. mm-hmm.
0: So I I don't mind waiting, you know. Instead of watching it Saturday night on BBC America, watching it Sunday morning on, uh, you know, on my computer, that because Doctor Who's my church, of course. <laughs> and so getting to watch it that way, I, I just find it a lot. You know, I, I find it preferable to do it that way. So okay. it, it'll be interesting to see if they combine, if they combine Apple with. Uh, with iTunes and with uh, and 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 you get that kind of a combination because then that opens up a lot of other things because does that mean that you're going to be able to watch podcasts, listen to podcasts on on Netflix? Huh? Which of course makes things interesting for you and I. Oh yeah. Because then we'll you know because I of course are. With us, they'll know. have to
1: start animating us, just like you know the Ricky Gervais podcast. They'll yeah. have to well, that, that <laughs> hire would, an animator. And yeah,
0: well, that would be our job, I think, at that point. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean that can that could certainly open things up. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But again, you know, we're we're living in this world where there's a there's a lot of big properties out there, and there's a lot of moving and shaking going on. Trying to figure out the best way to make the most money out of it, definitely, and. You know, some people more successful than others, obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be interesting to follow the whole Apple Netflix thing mm-hmm. and see where that goes, because I can see where a lot of things could could develop in that. So, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, and and the thing too with I, I was trying to think, somebody I, I think somebody was looking at market uh, purchasing Hulu, and I'm not sure I'm not sure how that's going to go, but. But you know, a lot of these streaming services now mm-hmm. that cable, you know, a lot of people have basically cut the cord yeah. when it comes to cable. You know, there's a lot of options now, and it'll, um, it'll again. I, I always love to see options mm-hmm. and, and, and people to have a choice. But you know, usually when the uh, when the corporations fight it out, you know, sooner or later it's like all restaurants become Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. <know>? So <laughs> was
1: uh, what was that movie? Where everything was Taco Bell.
0: Oh, you're Demolition Man. Was
1: it Demolition Man? Oh, yes. yeah. Okay, all right. It, uh, I, I remember that, but uh, I don't quite. Yeah, I couldn't quite remember if that was the movie or not.
0: Oh yeah. So that.
1: When uh, oh, they use it, they would say back in the twentieth. Back <laughs> like, in the and of course in... now that we're in the twenty first century, we never say that. No.
0: No, we don't.
1: Oh, uh, what movies get right and what movies get wrong? Yeah.
0: Well, you know I one thing i can definitely say that the movie got wrong and thank goodness was the three seashells.
1: Yeah, uh, Yeah, mm, i i Don't know. I don't, don't know. Still on, Yeah. I, so I don't know funny. how
0: they I don't know how they work. I don't Don't want to know how they work. I don't really work. care how they work. <laughs> so, mm. so that's so that's pretty much uh it, like i said, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with the shakeup at DC and i I know there's going to be more news coming out for that. And course this you know we are just weeks away from black panther
1: yes Mm -hmm. i'm really
0: looking forward to that yeah that's Oh,
1: that looks like it's going to be amazing you know just some some great uh just the visuals of it and uh everything i'm like and all the again, all the beautiful people in it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I, I, oh well, yeah. I guess I'm sure the story's great. But. <laughs>
0: oh yeah, the story's. Oh yeah, well, the story looks like it's going to be pretty awesome. And yeah. then, of course, after that, we'll get. Uh, I mean, there's going to be a bunch of comic book movies, but on the Marvel side of things, of course, then we get Infinity War, which yeah. is Marvel's everything bagel. Yeah, because who, who's in it? Everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like wow. That's. I, I wonder how. Um, I wonder how long it's going to be. Because that's going to be a lot. That's that's a lot of um, a lot, a lot, a lot. And yeah, like I, I said,
1: it's it's going to be just like a. I'm afraid it's going to turn out to be a big Hieronymus Bosch painting, and there's just so much to take in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know, <laughs> would well, this I be mean, better you're, you're going to watch
0: it more than once, right?
1: Oh, of course, yeah. yeah exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So you'll get you'll get all that, and right. I just have a feeling it's not going it, to. It's going to the ending is going to be kind of depressing probably everybody dies at the end huh. because they'll want to kind of keep you waiting to find out what happens next so mm. you know nobody nobody lives but Deadpool Deadpool will be it Deadpool, you know he'll be walking along the along uh uh all the dead bodies going man I've been here for five minutes and he just killed everybody Everyone's dead. <laughs> I said I, I don't it's like how how much? How how much was in my contract? How much money did they need to save for me? It's like because my checks didn't seem that big, so. But again, it's you know, paid in
1: checks. Who's, who's
0: paid in checks?
1: It's paid in checks.
0: There you go. Well, I, you know, they, they some people still get paid in checks. Yeah. You know, I got a, I actually I got a royalty check yesterday from a couple of books. Oh, freaking were, awesome! Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we still we still get checks. Mm-hmm. It still happens. So. Well, I figured that, that that should about do it for uh, for this week. Uh, we got a lot of other subjects that uh, we're going to be covering over the, the next few yeah, weeks yeah, and months because there's going to be a lot to talk about, to definitely. Talk about. Yes. And you know, we'll definitely need to find out what happened uh, happened to your character after uh, next week's gaming. So, <laughs>
1: yes, um, well, I know we're we're getting ready to. Uh... Okay. um... There is a dragon underground, and the only way to kill the dragon is with natural sunlight. Okay, uh, so was a vampire dragon? Um, it's a shadow dragon. Okay, shadow dragon sh- from a uh, a dragon from the shadow veil okay. wants to get back to the shadow veil, and then there's this like sorceress lady, and she's got uh, she can't get to the dragon because there are all these undead. Uh, in the way, so she's trying to kill all the undead, and then she's got these big creatures that eat through rock to get to to the dragon, just waiting there. So, uh, she has some unwilling servants. What's a good uh, what's a what's a politically correct way to say that?
0: <laughs> you mean besides slaves?
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, so she's got some uh, some she,
0: undocumented slaves. She, she's got some undocumented workforce. Uh,
1: yes, uh-huh, and, uh and um magic users that are uh, being forced to kill the undead for her so we are gonna try to go in and rescue them
0: <laughs> all right righty. well because well, we
1: are a lawful good group <laughs> uh, <sorry>. well uh, <laughs> uh my character's lawful good yeah uh, yeah
0: the rest are lawfully convenient <laughs> that's what, that'd be my guess so. Alrighty, well, until next time, for Mandy Petrie, this is Brian Hatcher reminding you to be proud and stay geeky.
1: Stay warm. Just
0: try, yes. <laughs> Take care, guys. See you next week.